1: Hello, and welcome back to the At Batches podcast. I'm Sammy.
0: And I'm Jordana. Lots of pop culture to discuss this week. Anything new going on with you?
1: Mm, no, I think we can, you know, there's lots. We can discuss the pop culture.
0: How was your Halloween? Did you get trick-or-treaters?
1: No. No trick-or-treaters. Did you? Zero. I wasn't even home, actually. I was in oh, so the you city, so No, we didn't. Avi would have told me.
0: We There were no okay. trick-or-treaters. He was
1: home. Okay. Yeah, he was home. Did you get any? Checkers? No,
0: none. But I, and I also walked. I took a walk around my block at like five ish, and I didn't see anyone anywhere else. We got a lot of candy, you know, because we didn't want to get egged. Well, um, I don't think or, or toilet papered. <laughs> Did you get any of that? Uh, no, we didn't, because like we haven't. We didn't deny anyone candy. But I don't know. I was looking forward to like one. Maybe I.
1: I think like the ideal number would be like three. I, I don't think you anyone gets three like you like you either live in a neighborhood where people are doing it or you don't you know you think yeah because I think it like people tend to gather like when when you where did they you go together, trick or treat right, like when you were in like fourth grade let's say
0: I know like the area of like yeah. Roslyn where the everyone trick-or-treated yeah
1: yeah made sense right so I feel like it's a thing that everyone sort of goes to like one area even if there are a lot of different areas you could go to i feel like in a suburb at right kind of like where we grew up on long island people tend to all like there's like an established place where everyone goes but it could be other places it's usually just like a flatter neighborhood when they list a house they should write they
0: should you know how they have like walk score like yeah. how walkable <laughs> the area is like yeah great school score yeah how
1: trick-or-treatable is it right scale like of one like, to ten right like do you need to be going to costco or could right. you just uh, not acknowledge it at all
0: exactly. i feel like i could
1: never acknowledge i mean i find it very interesting because i never i i see like all these really cool decorations like people who do various degrees of decorations for Halloween or for holidays. And I'm like, I have never decorated my house. I've never, I mean, people have oh. like political lawn signs. I've never had a lawn sign. I've never decorated right my house. I definitely have never had a lawn sign. No, but... but I'm just saying like people put a lot of stuff at, on their houses. They put flags. They put like, there's yeah. just a lot of things people put on their houses. And like my house has none of that decor. Like none of that like. Oh,
0: I love that. I mean, some of that shit. I like like a nice tasteful, like seasonal decor. Oh, I'm not saying
1: I dislike it. I'm just saying oh. I don't have it. Like right. I've, I've well, never. I mean, it's not. It's not too late. It's not too late. But I mean, even when I was younger, not like did your in the no in the uh, we, window? I mean, like we usually put our menorah in the kitchen. Like it's just <laughs> kind of like it's on the counter, you know. Right. It, and it's not like about decor. It's just like the menorah is over here. Yeah, we did some Halloween shit. I think when I was a kid, you put a. You did Halloween shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, we did some Halloween stuff. We had a menorah in the window. Um, we had a menorah in the window when I was a kid too, but. That was like, I have a different menorah now. I go real candles. They went They went electric plug-in in my family.
0: Okay. So well, that's, that's why. Sa- I guess safer, maybe. <laughs> but I'm excited for, it's, decorated, it's decorating your house season. So Ooh,
1: you're going to have your first Christmas tree.
0: I know. Well, I don't know. We'll see when the construction starts.
1: What? You have to have a tree, even if it's in your bedroom. I'm not putting a tree in my bedroom. Oh my god, you have you totally shut it will smell smells so good and your bet your room's big enough that like it won't get in the way. The
0: thing is, now it's like, how do you get the tre- I have to learn about like tree when you have a house culture because it's like you have to tie it to your car. Like how do you get it to your house? I don't I think you do have to tie
1: it to your car. You could get a delivery. I'm they sure there's a tree, a tree delivery, delivery service. I, sure I promise there you be. there is a tree delivery. You think that like everyone out here is is driving and then you think some of these people are stringing their trees off to their roof holly says that if if you go to
0: like home depot or something they help you tie it to your car okay so that's exciting
1: oh my god i'm so jealous because
0: because we've had trees in like brooklyn and in the
1: city and there was you would just we would get them from whole foods and just like kind of carry them because it wasn't that far away from no now you can get like a tree that's the proportions of like your ceiling i'm so jealous well,
0: I'll invite you over. To, you can sit around the tree. Can you have a tree decorating party, like for the one tree? Why do you need multiple trees? Most people just have one tree. I know it's like ten people just gathering around one tree. Like, in yeah, one.
1: I had a friend when we were in like elementary school, and she used to have a tree decorating party every year, and they just had one tree. Oh, you know, just their tree. Fun. It Maybe was do so that. much fun. You, oh my god, you could make it your thing. It was the most fun. It was only like, it was never huge. It was just like 20-ish people right. probably, casual drinks, casual snacks, ni- very 90s. And did you put decorations on the tree? There was, they would have the tree and this was the decorating of the tree. Like, the, Were you doing the decorating? Like everyone puts them on, like they put the ornaments out, on. Yeah. Or they'll maybe, you know, they'd start with the lights. They'd start with this that kind of base and they'd like let everyone put the ornaments on. As That's you funny. go through the party and that was like the point of the night. And it was just casual, but you would also do the tree. And it was so much fun. Hmm. Oh, my God, I'm going to get you an ornament. I'm so excited. Maybe I'll do that. That sounds fun. Um, When we were kids, Alexa, I used to go
0: to our friend Alexa's house. And I'd always be like, can I put the star on the tree? And she'd be right. like... No. no, that's that's my mom's job. Like I'm like, but maybe I could do it this year. And she's like, No. You well, can't.
1: Jordana, now you're gonna get your <laughs> wish. Now she could put the star on my tree. <laughs> well, you no, know, you could put the star on your tree. This is oh, like your dream. Yeah. You or get I to put the star it. up. Yeah. You could put the star up, you could take it down, let someone else put it up. Just, I know. <laughs> just
0: you know. continuously put it up, take it down, just put practice. it up, take it down.
1: Or I mean, you could like make it a thing for like your kids you know like you can uh, it could become like a tradition like who puts up the star you know
0: yeah no that'd be it fun. can become a thing oh did, what did you th- i know last year you were speak sorry to go back to the halloween i know you were disgusted by uh heidi klum's outfit last year terrible she was the worm yeah what did you think of her this year did you see she was like a peacock but she had cirque de soleil performers encapsulating the wing? like they they were like performing as the wings of her costume What do i think of this
1: okay let me look okay do you see like the wings they're like performers in it okay so this is less um physically repulsive and more (laughs) reminds me of um it's emotionally repulsive emotionally? emotionally more morally repulsive um it sort of reminds me of that scene in squid game when the billionaires are like wearing all the masks and watching the people die As the game. That's what this reminds me of.
0: I guess. It's it's clever. I mean, she had her Halloween... I don't think she's the only person whose Halloween costume included four other people.
1: Well, it's just like, (laughs) why?
0: Because this is her thing. This is clearly like what she has chosen to make a name for herself. Like, this will be written about one day in her memoirs.
1: I mean, I do like that she's like not afraid to embrace...
0: Looking ugly.
1: (laughs) Yeah, a very beautiful woman who doesn't use Halloween to make it, like, to look hot, you know? Right. She uses it to be weird and well, artistic, and I like that. Yeah. But I don't love, like, the fact the that like, she's standing on t- – some of the costumes I'm fine with. I don't love that she's, like, standing on these fucking people all night. Like, it's weird to me. I don't like it.
0: Yeah, I wonder how long they were, like, all standing. T- like, there's no way she was walking around the room, like, at the cocktail party, like – with those people just following her right maybe she was like doing a guide maybe it was just for the photo ops i don't know i like i think it's kind of cool i like kind of look forward to seeing what she's gonna wear every year which i guess was her whole
1: point probably in doing that right i mean it's just sort of like she always has to like top herself and she could have been a very realistic looking peacock without you know using well, other has humans she to up the ante that's the whole thing you so have, now like, you have to have four people acting as your wings
0: well that's what i'm saying you are like, the how- wind beneath my wings she's taking it very literally how much more intense can she get is the question i guess we will see
1: well maybe next year she'll have 10 people at least like yeah i guess it is cool that the people are the costume but again it's weird like why don't you just get cooler costume?
0: I want to know, like, what her, like, Halloween plan, like, her Halloween costume planning, like, how far in advance did the conversation start? Like, how does she assemble the team? Like, there's clearly, like, a whole, like,
1: strategic planning around. Because <laughs> it usually goes with the party. This is her tentpole event. It, it is. <laughs> it is her pole event. Okay, here's what I, my guess is. I bet you she has a note where she writes down lots of costume ideas. Right. As they come to her.
0: Also, if that's your thing, people are probably always giving you costume ideas, like unsolicited. They're probably like, you should be this or that. Maybe she writes down the ones that she likes, too.
1: I'll be honest. Like, if these are the best ideas she's getting, I'm not – like, I'll be honest. What what I don't like about it – Okay, I think it's cool, but what I don't like about it is it's never that, like, clever. It's always just sort of elaborate. I guess. It's more like movie costume than it is or like a show costume. You think it's not, like, like like funny – you're saying, it's just like, not like it's not that it's not funny it's just not clever I don't think that's her goal I think her goal is for it to be like just like elaborate and cool artsy and cool yeah. like I get that I get that and I respect that but like I'm I almost that's like that
0: she's not trying to be funny because like if she's
1: trying to be funny and it came off I feel like it wouldn't she's not a comedian I don't need her to be funny I want her to be clever and like winking at you okay it's more like okay I'm looking at this as art or like a cop like yeah. you could make a museum of her costumes not like a, I don't know, a documentary about mm-hmm. you know. It's just not that inter- It's not that interesting. Like it doesn't like tickle my brain,
0: for sure. Yeah, no, I I see what you're saying. It's not for, It's not your. It, it, would, it wouldn't be. It's not like your. Would ha- wouldn't be how you would do it. But I think yeah. for a certain for what she's doing, she's
1: doing it well. Much like with Sting, I don't respect her costumes, <laughs> but I respect that she's making no. making them.
0: <laughs> okay. No, it was like it was Sting. What was
1: it? His music.
0: I don't really listen to any of <laughs> yeah. it, but the fact that he's making it, I respect that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I, I fucked up the quote. Okay. Well, okay. anyway. Okay. I think we got to get a very sad story out of the way, which is yeah. Matthew Perry, who passed away at 54 on Saturday. He was found at his home in his hot tub and they have not established the cause of death, but it's been really, really sad reading everyone's statements about him, just did you read his girlfriend's statement? I think so. Like the one, his ex fiance or something. Yeah. What? What's I didn't her know name? that he
0: was engaged. That he was. Da- he dated Lizzie Kaplan for
1: like six years. I didn't know that either. Oh my gosh. I mean, he he just seems like uh Molly Hurwitz's ex fiance. She wrote the nicest note. Did you Did you see that one? Should I think I read, I read some parts of it. I don't know. I mean, like in an article,
0: in like a larger article. I don't know if I read the whole thing on my own. I'll read it because sorry, I'm just gonna. Well, while you look for that, I can tell you about what I was reading about him and Lizzie Kaplan. Was yeah. that I think he, he wrote something. I'm paraphrasing here, so don't quote me. Something about like how he should have like proposed to her. He wouldn't propose, and that's why they broke up. Then he said in his memoir, apparently, like his, he didn't name her like specifically, but he was like, if I had only married her, then we probably would have had like two kids in a house by now. And then he, apparently he, she lived in London. Because she wound up getting married to some guy, I'm not sure who he is, but he's British. And he went to London because he was doing a play and he invited her to the play like after they broke up. And she was like, I'm getting married and I don't really, I don't like think we should be friends. And he Uh wrote in the memoir like that he thought that was like a really mean way to say no
1: (laughs) to that. But why was that a mean way to say no when he didn't wanna? He was the one who didn't want to get engaged. I
0: well, I know that was kind of like to me to me that was like the part I I sort of like stood out to me as someone who's like interested in dating and relationships is that like he wrote that this was really like hurtful and mean, but also I don't know, it seemed like he was also implying that he didn't want to get married and that's why they broke up. And then she was getting married to someone else and he was very he was like he
1: found that to be very painful. Right, because he didn't. Honestly, it's really sad. I think that he I think he was I think It's always very sad to witness celebrities who pass who you know that they struggled and like you know that their Mm. life was not easy. And you know, like think about like Robin Williams, like they entertain us so much and that pain probably makes it very hard for people close to them. Right. It's like, it comes just kind of like with a really good and a really bad. Molly Hurwitz kind of looks like Lizzie Kaplan. I'm not gonna lie.
0: Well, he has a type that's not, I
1: don't think that's surprising. (laughs) I can't find. Uh, so her. Profile I didn't know he is, dated Julia
0: Roberts. Wow,
1: long time ago. He really. I mean, I think he was a charmer. I'll be honest. Lauren Graham. Uh, he did- wow. Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, she just said they like made out. I don't think they dated. I mean, that's dating. You know, you go on a date. You're not like in a relation. You're not in a serious or, relationship. Or is it? Is it hooking up? Who knows? Anyway, God knows. She. So she, I'll just read some quotes. Like this speaks to that. While I loved him deeper than I could comprehend, he was complicated and he caused pain like I'd never known. No one in my adult life has had a more profound impact on me than Matthew Langford Perry. I have tremendous gratitude for that for everything I learned from our relationship. He would love that the world is talking about how talented he was, and he really was very talented. It's just sad, you know. I know. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely
0: like an icon of our upbringing and not the the, you know, the sobriety and the the book. It seems like he
1: did help a lot of people. I think he opened a like a rehab center in LA. Um, and he did a lot of work around that. I actually think I want to read his book now because it just seems like it would be a good way to honor him. Someone who made us laugh a lot. And also,
0: I don't know if you've seen this movie, Fool's Russian, but it's one of my favorite rom-coms. It's such an adorable
1: like movie. I don't think I have, but maybe I you should watch it? that. No, Him
0: and Selma Hayek like are trying to navigate a relationship despite their different
1: cultural backgrounds. Oh, that sounds great. What year is it from? It's from a long time ago. It either sounds like it would have been on like Netflix in in 2001. Oh,
0: really old. She also did a
1: tribute to him. Yeah,
0: because he said that was one of his best movies, which I agree. I think it was. It was just like a really, they had like a lot of, they had like good chemistry. It was a really
1: good movie. And it was just like a cute classic 90s rom-com. She wrote a nice, she wrote, there was a special bond that happens when you share dreams with someone. It's like so sad. I mean, did they date? Uh, no, I don't think they did it. That's nice. I'm okay. I'm definitely gonna watch that. Maybe I'll watch that. I mean, I never know what to watch. So. You should
0: watch it. It's just like a really cute movie. Good. All I want is just a really cute chill movie. Well, check it out. I don't know where it's streaming, but I'm sure it's <laughs> streaming somewhere. I'm sure I
1: can search it.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If I had an extra hour in my day, I would definitely be napping more. I would watch more of my favorite shows, and most importantly, I would connect more with my loved ones. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time, but the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Personally, I've been to therapy for many years now, and nothing has helped me more than therapy in figuring out what are the priorities in my life. What are the things that I need to do to strengthen my relationships, to make the most of my day and to make the most of my mental health? So I can't recommend therapy enough. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, help pcom slash Betches.
2: Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a very cranky kid. So I always reach for little sleepies. Little sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I love little sleepies. They are so soft and they also stretch out a lot. So your kid can fit into one size over a longer period of time. There's nothing more annoying than buying one size and then they grow out of it within one month. The prints are just like so cute, but really it is just so soft. The bamboo, like I want my own. Little Sleepy Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, were designed with thoughtful details like fold over feet, Mittens and a double zipper to make middle of the night diaper changes easier. Made from their buttery soft, custom milled Lunalux bamboo viscose, their zip footy pajamas are gentle and sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about most? How long they fit? And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. Try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you will never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com. Promo code batches.
1: Jordana, did you read the Vanity Fair Bravo reality reckoning article that was long awaited? I did.
0: I read it last night. It was very long, but very detailed. Um, yes, <laughs> it was quite long. Was
1: that your main takeaway? What did you What did you think of it?
0: Well, as I was reading it, like, you know, when you get to, you know, when you get to a point in an article when you're like, oh, I like you kind of like do a little scroll to preview and you're like, oh, this
1: is this is quite long. Oh, <laughs> I just look at the thing on the side and I'm like, oh, there's like this much left. There's like a third of the screen left. OK, we're like, you know, we're getting there. Right. That's how I, I track that while you while read faster
0: than I do. But I from it probably took you less time to read it. But I was kind of like, all right, this is a lot of information. I thought it was a good I thought it was a very like it seemed like very journalistic Take it didn't seem like super like opinionated one way or the other, which I I liked about it. It seemed to be like presenting all of the facts about this stuff, and I guess to summarize
1: the well, article, you know, lawyers were all over that. So,
0: oh yeah. yeah, like you know, there was very much like this has been refuted, this has been whatever, this is what they said, and I guess to summarize, it seems like the crux of the article is that several housewives who are claiming like that the way that Bravo treats the housewives is not right. That seems to be the crux of the article. And then the other side of the story is that Bravo disagrees with that and says that they, you know, they're they're given a lot of resources to help them navigate this kind of situation. To me that was like sort of like the main takeaway.
1: Yeah, I I kind of get that as the main takeaway, but my my feeling at the at the end of it was like okay. I I don't feel anything here is it's definitely like gross you know pretty gross right but is anything illegal like is, is anything not like as much as these women are treated a certain way it's also very different for the people who started before there like was a clarity around reality tv but like many of these people know what they're doing and they and it says that like they know they're making a deal with the devil
0: Mm-hmm. and I think anyone on the street would know that like if you you know what I mean like you think about reality tv you think about like the idea of going on it I'm sure like there's not a person in America who hasn't like briefly contemplated um like
1: I what I it with? would be
0: what it would be right what it would be like to be on a reality show or like should I you know sh-
1: would I be good on reality tv or something for like a second at least yeah and people usually think like okay well uh, maybe, but I wouldn't want XYZ. I Y, Z. I wouldn't mm-hmm. want people seeing blah, blah, blah. Like, Right. And I think that, okay, the article, and we can get into sort. So they basically focus on a few people's stories. One was Leah McSweeney. One was Ebony Williams and her issues with mm-hmm. Ramona. And one of that, they also talked about Sonia Morgan. They talked about Raquel. Bethany, Lettis, obviously. Bethan- yeah. And Bethany. I personally thought like the, big, the biggest T in the article was when that the writer obviously asked ebony what she thinks of bethany's effort oh yeah and she's like <laughs> fuck bethany re- Frankel. she's like fuck fuck bethany franklin like, like, like yeah right it's like i'm not gonna let a white woman like her like stand for me and like she's right like but like true and i thought that was like so emblematic of housewives it's like even if they try to make it into something legitimate like what bethany Frankel's is doing is not unionizing or union organizing. But even if right. you like throw that word around, like that is, of course they even turn that into like a right. joke. A plot line. I was confused what they were saying with Jill Zarin. It was like,
0: she said they could have the cameras at the funeral, then she said they couldn't have the cameras at the funeral. Okay, she only wanted, she wanted the, I was like very confused. There were a lot of different, did you, did you agree with that? It was like, I didn't understand the point they were trying to make about
1: that. I don't think they were trying to like make a point like bravo. Like I think, okay. I think they're, they were trying to demonstrate how Bravo sort of played Bethany and Jill off of each other so that they would get to film the funeral without paying Jill and without having to like ask her approval on like the number of things they would normally have to ask for someone who like you're in a contractual agreement about filming with. They basically lied to Bethany to get her to be the one to bring the cameras. And Bethany was angry that they did that. But then Jill was like, I actually don't mind that the cameras came because of how it presented Bobby. So she was, Jill also talks about how she like begged to be back on the show and how she like regrets and and how they screwed her over and they strung her along. And obviously it seems like they do that a lot. Sure, it's sort of like, the thing is, it's one of those things where it's like buyer beware. Like this is how the sausage is made. But it's this not, is not what even like watching. the kind
0: of thing. Right. It's not the, the kind of thing. To me, I'm kind of like, I don't feel bad for Housewives particularly because I'm like, of all the things, you can see exactly like the craziness and the harm so blatantly and then still choose to get into it. This is like the, the most obvious. You know what I mean? If you were going to show someone like... It's like if you, were before you prescribed an opioid, you showed someone like
1: the debilitating effects of an addiction to it. <laughs> like Right, right. Well, for it's me- all It's all plainly there on TV. <laughs> if this isn't, the way it goes down behind the scenes isn't, but I agree with that because the, you can find that information. Also, you can read the contract where there's a clause that says like, you can misrepresent me and make me look like an idiot. <laughs> and like, it's, I can't do anything about it. Right, you can't control the edit, yeah. essentially. yeah. Yeah, but my feeling is more like, people this is america and people who are in way more vulnerable positions are exploited way worse for way less benefit so it's like like no one's under duress to be put on the show and and that to me is what sort it comes down to it's like no one's making you sign on to something and it's a high risk high reward proposition and no one is saying you have to do it i
0: totally agree with that i don't think these are like the most vulnerable people in america I think, in fact, these people have a lot of power relative to the general population. And this isn't really a good use of anyone's like full. It's like, just don't be on the show. Right. Just don't be on the show.
1: Especially Bethany, who is the post is she is the blueprint for why people wanted to do this and subjected them to this exploitation because she when she went on, it really wasn't clear what how the sausage was made, I don't even think the producers probably had as strong of a sense of how they were going to make these shows and edit them At when Bethany joined. Mm-hmm. Bethany was the one who made it actually worth it for people who saw beyond like, I will be on television. Who's, she made it so people could see, oh, I can use television as a marketing arm for myself for another thing or for my husband's business or whatever it is she was the one who was like the honeypot so
0: that's why it's so weird that she's the one trying to like take the whole thing down it's like what because you didn't get
1: a tv deal that's what some people would suggest is why because i don't really understand like what changed it just seems like a weird like hill
0: to try to die on for this thing it's like just go live your life you already got you were like again like like you said like you are the maximal benefactor from this whole setup so just like go into the sunset
1: and like shut the fuck up i feel like we're dealing with like a mental condition with bethany that like forces her to keep doing this she's
0: like a little bit of like a megalomaniac
1: whatever it is (laughs) and
0: yeah here's the thing are the shows kind of icky
1: like yeah yeah. is
0: watch what happens live the best show on television but also extremely icky Yes. yes like is it that's what i'm saying it's like but i mean it's funny if you've talked to naomi about this on oversharing but it's like this is where a lot of women go to have those things about themselves that aren't like the best like the parts that love drama the parts that love like scandal the parts that love making humor out of slightly messed up situations those are like this is where you go. It used to be, I guess, to our parents' generation, it used to be soap operas and Jerry Springer. We've gotten a little bit more and advanced. neighborhood gossip. Yes, we've gotten a little bit, a little more advanced. Now there's a network devoted to giving you that that scratching that itch. But it's like with wealthier people, and it's non scripted, and like you feel like those people are are in your
1: circle, and you can get that dramatic part out of you. There. And here's the thing. People are compensated to provide that service for us. It's like a... a Very well. They're (laughs)
0: compensated quite well. Well,
1: the producers themselves, like the average assistant on the shows are not compensated that well, but it's like... The people who are getting exploited in this case are compensated. Are compensated quite well. And they... Okay. It's like they're creating it. It's almost like they're creating the product in a simulated space. But no, it, I guess it sort of is a little bit Squid Game-esque, but like with the no death.
0: Yeah, well, it's, like it's, it's kind of like any other job. It's like you've got to prove yourself. You're only as good as your best season. Got to like keep showing up and keep bringing the drama. And like, but in this case, like the product that you're creating that has to be high quality is like a selling of your life, a selling of your soul, like a selling of your like secrets and like creating creation of drama. That's what gets you back next season. And like that's what a high performer does but like they know they could also choose to exit at any point but they don't want to cuz they're kind of addicted to the fame maybe the money but more the fame and like the notoriety like it is it is one of the only shows that can make someone just like kind of an everydayish person
1: give that person like a fame it's a choice it's a part of our economy at this point where right. you can get entertainment like think about like sports and like there's like a way to for people to act out their aggression you know or right. their phys- you know their physicality like better than going to war for example like <laughs> this is better than you know this is better than starting that drama in your own life right
0: and should production step in in an extreme situation like should you get wasted should you be filming so- right that I mean was like I think like should have been illegal maybe the worst thing that
1: they ever showed I think that
0: they ever showed and that like yeah that was horrible but even like when they're talking about Sonia being like blackout and like, like urinating on herself and like do like, I guess they don't really show. I don't know if they show that. I don't remember. Show but that, here's the but, thing.
1: I'm like, would Sonia not be doing that? Like
0: not she on She would. That's what, that's, that's what I'm my
1: saying. That's question like, about It's more like,
0: <laughs> is there a moral thing where like you should be like, hey, like maybe you should take a break or like maybe you should go to your grandma's funeral.
1: I don't know. This is a business though. If they want to leave, they can leave. The grandma's funeral thing has always, I think, been very unclear because even in the article, she says like, they said I could go, but they, the suggestion was that I couldn't go. And it's like, what are, are they supposed like on some level? I'm like, okay, I understand when, you know, Sonia's peeing on herself. It should be very obvious, but on some level, like how were the producers to read Leah's mind or someone's mind about right. what they do or don't want when they, because even Heather Gay was like, no, I would never have gone. So
0: sure, how do though. we know? But then, what, like,
1: but it's also like, what's worth? this is a job that maybe isn't right for you then. Right. And also Leah, like I would never, I would never like blame her for this, but like it's a situation that jeopardized her sobriety. And again, it's not like her fault, but it is the situation that like. I mean, it's also, but I'm saying it's not her fault, but it's also
0: like choices that
1: she's making. She chose to be on the show. Yeah. When like it's possible that that could have, it put her sobriety in jeopardy yeah. But i don't think like i don't think like passing blame on that is necessarily i'm not saying it's it's, yeah. it's her fault yeah. but i'm
0: saying that like it perhaps wasn't the wisest choice to go on a right. reality show when you were trying to
1: maintain your sobriety right especially one where so many of them drink
0: and it's like culture <laughs> right highly like revolved around Drinking. And she also said that she like chose to not make it a plot line because she didn't want to make it a thing. But then
1: everyone kind of did make it a thing. And then it's like, oh, did this, the producers tell people to make it a thing? It's like, those are the things that are sort of like when you're considering, should I do it or not? Like, I imagine that's something that I like you think about. Like, are right. people going to bring it up? Are they going to try to get me to drink? Which they did.
0: Do you love making money, but also love spending money? Don't we all? Now you can make money while you spend it every time you shop with Ibotta. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. So you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip. So you can buy that flight you've been eyeing, that game you've been dying to go to, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Other apps give you points that don't amount to much. With Ibotta, just add your offers in the app, upload your receipts, And you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code BETCHES when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code BETCHES. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code BETCHES. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead.
1: Speaking of Roni, should we talk about Ramona Singer getting herself... Oh, yeah. Well, that was talked about in
0: this article as well. But then she... Ramona is so stupid. I don't
1: understand. She got herself kicked out of BravoCon because she used a partial racial slur in a text message to part of the N-word in a text message to a Page Six reporter in response to to this article coming out. In the article... It accuses Ramona of using the N word at that at I think it was the Black Shabbat episode, right? Or it was a different maybe, maybe it was a different episode in that season. Yeah. But Ramona, I'm convinced that Ramona has some sort of like Tourette's for using racial slurs. Like I think she's just an asshole. Honestly, I really do. That's what think- I'm saying. Like <laughs> I think there's like I think she like there's nothing that kills Ramona Singer more than the fact that there is a a word she is not allowed to use but that black women or black men are allowed to use and that she can't use it. So she just has to use it. Like she has to just get it in there, which is why she had to like text half the word to the reporter rather than just like not. Like you just got to right. you just got exposed for this. Why are you then going to just, just stop. Just don't use it. Right. <laughs> she's like dumb.
0: She's a narcissist, and she is definitely quite racist. Oh, but... for sure. <laughs> she is like,
1: oh my god. Like her comments. She actually is legitimately defending her racism. Yeah. Throughout. She's an asshole. This. So she got banned from BravoCon. Banned. She got removed from from BravoCon, which is happening starting tomorrow this weekend in Vegas. I would love to go. So now she is. Out because she tried to defend herself for using the N word, and then she used it in that defense. So now she's out of Bravo Con. She shan't be missed.
0: I mean, I don't know. I'm not going. Fucking
1: hate Ramona.
0: Like I, I just find her to be like. I mean, she's entertaining because she's such an asshole. So
1: I'll give her that. But I don't think she's very redeemable. I don't find her entertaining anymore. I used to find her really entertaining. But now I'm like, you're actually just annoying to watch and gross. Well, she's not on anymore. So, just to there be she <laughs> like, yeah. yeah she's- okay. okay. Well, Zoe Kravitz, Channing Tatum engaged. Congrats, Mazel. This is very exciting. They've been dating for two years. They were photographed leaving a Halloween party and showing off her engagement ring. So, very yeah. exciting. Very exciting. Into this couple.
0: Into this. I couple. like it. I wish they would make like a, uh, what's it called? Three.
1: What was that show? Big Little Lies. Yeah. Yeah, that I'd would like be to great. see that. That would, that would, be, would be great. great. Uh, maybe they will. Now that Meryl Streep is single. and Ooh. Maybe not as busy <laughs> anymore. Maybe <laughs> Meryl Streep will date Pete Davidson. <laughs> oh, that would be literally, <laughs> honestly, I wish. I feel like that is not beyond the realm of possibility. It's not. And honestly, if I were Pete Davidson, I'd be hyped. I would be calling and texting be pursuing her immediately. Her. Her. Me yeah. too. Ugh. I wish I was Pete Davidson. and I could date Meryl Streep.
0: <laughs> I am manifesting Meryl Streep and Pete Davidson attending the Oscars together.
1: Honestly, I would just want to see them out to dinner in the West Village or something. I don't need them to go. I don't need them to go on a red carpet. I need <laughs> them to be snuggling up. No, I want to see
0: them in public. Like, I want to see like a public makeout. Oh, Get my God. It. Yeah,
1: that would be so fun. Okay, that's our new shipping. That's the couple we're shipping. Yes, that's <laughs> Pete Streep. <laughs> yeah. Or Meryl Davidson. Meryl, uh, they could be the Davidson Streeps. Yes, <laughs> that's such a great name, Davidson Streep. I see it. I think this I is the next. It I think it's the
0: next move for both of them. I agree. I, honestly, if if you guys agree, leave a review. Yes. <laughs> Anyone else? There's Travis Barker. Can we. I want to circle back on the rumors with Kim Kardashian. You were talking about this like a few weeks ago.
1: Yes. They. It was like the first week of the season I think he
0: right he wrote about didn't I mean I didn't watch it but you said he wrote something about his memoir his people like people were
1: surfacing his book from years ago where he wrote about wanting to be live near Kim Kardashian right and so then you say we were we were hypothesizing that the fight between Courtney and Kim was about this book I think honestly it's like both I think it was it's all sort of rolling into one thing like the wet, like the whole relationship.
0: Right. Well, he tries to clarify because I'm sure it was, I'm sure it became a little bit
1: of a thing because it's a little awkward. Well, it became probably a thing because also more people were calling it out. Right. Do you think Courtney knew about it before? I don't know. Probably not. That's awkward. You think you'd want to read your fiance slash husband's book? Right. I'm sure she's not reading. Has much. Mike read I Had a Nice Time in Other
0: Lives? I don't think so. I don't have an to... know if Anthony's read. It's okay. Well, yeah, that's okay. Need to read them. Yeah. <laughs> That's her sister, Barker said, referring to Kim. Courtney knows we used to talk. Nothing bad was going on. You give people a little information and they think they've solved the mystery of this is why they're fighting. It's just so ridiculous.
1: Now I think it more. <laughs> Maybe true, but also not entirely false
0: oh, either. Well, did you see that Mauricio put out like a video of speaking of people who are like trying to say that things aren't true? He put out a video with the Dancing with the Stars co-star and he was like, after the Kyle comment about on watch what happens live from last week. And he was like, I just want to say that we are like just friends. We dance a lot together. And she's like, like, yeah, she's behind him. And she's like, yeah, we're just friends. And they really, I don't even know where they released this video, but I saw the video where he's like clarifying that they're not a couple, which I don't believe, or maybe, maybe they don't believe they're not a couple, but they're, they definitely like, have hooked. you don't like hold hands with someone that you like
1: just hooked up with.
0: Haven't made out with. I just don't. I mean, believe it.
1: I don't know why he is choosing to deny it, but something, I don't know. I don't really get why. Cuz it's hurt guys, she's upset about it. So he's like, "Oh, I'm going right. to put out this video." But here's the thing like, why is she upset? I thought they're separated. I don't I, you could get it will be like you could still feel like hurt, I guess. I- yeah, but what makes
0: it not okay is my. I point. didn't say yeah. No, I think yeah. it's okay. He shouldn't have to apologize. But like, I think it's weird that
1: he came out with this video. I don't think Kyle actually like wants to be done with Mauricio. To be honest, like I think she wants to reserve the right to keep Mauricio. <laughs> but yeah, until she's done with her whatever's going on, her phase. I don't think it's even like it's not necessarily a phase. I think it's that like she's growing up for the first time ever, and she wants to like. She doesn't – I don't think that's how she assesses herself, or maybe it is. But to me, it seems like she's becoming an adult right now, and she doesn't want to, like, lose Mauricio for sure. Maybe she doesn't realize that. I'm not sure. Yeah. Because, like, even when she's saying why she is pissed that Mauricio is, like, ignoring her, she's like, years ago, he would have, like, noticed, like, everything about me, like, now he doesn't even notice a new tattoo. Like, she's you don't notice because you should be like looking at me. It's like, it's not that she's like, doesn't want that. It's that she doesn't, I don't know. She's she's confused. Or as she says, more clear than ever. <laughs> more
0: cl- confused, aka okay, more clear than ever. Okay, well, I'm interested to see how that unfolds. I haven't watched last night's episode yet. Speaking of people who are moving on, Sophie Turner is caught, or I don't know about caught, but seen kissing British aristocrat, I'm not going to say this right. Peregrine? Yeah, I think that's right. Peregrine Peregrine. Pearson after her Joe Jonas split. I saw pictures of that kiss.
1: It looked very awkward. That was like not a hot kiss. Well, that's maybe how you know that it's real. (laughs) You think? Well, otherwise, it's sort of like, I I just don't really see. He's a 29-year-old aristocrat. They were seen at the Rugby World Cup in Fra. And he is... He has like a title coming his way. He's like a <laughs> property developer in London. Very like legit European guy. I don't really see why he would want like the publicity and therefore like have like a awkward non-chemistry kiss. I don't think it's going to last just based on the body language from the kiss. I don't I think it'll last either. But let her let her have fun. Yeah, go for it. Wait, um, exciting. Ramona Singer has been axed from her job at Douglas Elliman. I didn't even know she worked for them. I think she probably is just like has a is like part of their realty. Like all realtors are kind of uh, independent, but I I assume that's because she can't be trusted to obey the fair housing notice. (laughs) Totally. You think she's showing people the fair housing notice, Ramona? Zero chance. Zero chance. If you Google Ramona Singer Douglas Elliman, it says Ramona NYC real estate agent. Oh. oh, page not found. It's gone now. I could see her as a real estate agent, though. That seems like a job that she would have. Some people are real real estate agents, and others are just like my friend has an apartment, and I'm selling it for her because I have a license. And
2: do you it, look at this beautiful duplex? You can see right. views of Park Avenue. apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail it's a classic the rider jean jacket is the og and what every other brand has copied for decades everyone is an icon in their own right and lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes their spring collection is here so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else you can find your lee fits by visiting lee.com that's l-e-e.com that's l-e-e.com to shop spring looks now
1: Can we just go back to the Kardashians for one second? Well, first of all, Courtney and Travis, naming their they announced their baby name is Rocky. That's not what I wanted to bring up. I want to bring up that Northwest, <laughs> one of the lead Kardashian third generation children, she was asked in an interview with the fashion publication ID, she was asked who is her style icon? And she said, me. <laughs> and she told them that she wants to own Skims and Yeezy one day. Well, it sounds like she's Kanye's daughter. It sounds like she could, she could own those. Yeah.
0: But to say my style icon is me is a very Kanye thing to say. It's also a very
1: immature child. She's like 10. It's also a very Kanye thing to say. Yeah. Cause that's her dad. Yeah. And her mom has like what her mom is also like that. Right. But he would be more, more likely to say it publicly. Yeah, she would
0: yeah well i hope northwest doesn't turn into an asshole because this um interview seems to imply that
1: where do you think (laughs) she falls on the forbes self-made scale (laughs) very very low i would call her like the least self-made you could be i don't know if she's the least i feel like there are people a king is less self-made but northwest is the possibly the least non-royal right like both your parents are household names so she's famous
0: i don't know if it's like self-made would be like mm-hmm. well what Different. is she made so
1: it's <laughs> true i'm saying when she does make something
0: yeah when she will when she does make something it will she will not she will not <laughs> made, be clawing made, made made way herself.
1: up yeah. not not self-made she's gonna inherit yeah. yeezy and Skims. yeah i mean here's the thing part of me is like we're bullying a 10 year old for saying things a 10 year olds say I'm not bullying a 10-year-old. I'm just saying I it's I said like, I wanted to be an Academy Award-winning actress when I was 10. That's different though. To because say my I, style icon is me is a little like showing signs of like a little bit of a self-centeredness. I mean – or it's just kind of like what you're exposed to and like that's what was modeled for you.
0: Yeah, but I'm not saying it. – I'm not saying yeah. that
1: that's not also the case, but I'm just right. saying like – it's uh, if that was my kid, I would I would have a lesson in like humbleness. I don't think that's coming from either her of her parents. But if you you know honestly, if North is anywhere near her aspirations as I am to becoming an Academy Award winning actress, we will know that. Just it doesn't matter what you say when you're ten.
0: Yeah, I guess it remains to be seen. We will we will find out. <laughs> we'll
1: find out if North owns Skims and Easy's one day.
0: Did you see this Walmart commercial?
1: No, I didn't. You
0: didn't watch it?
1: What, what? What are you talking about? It was I, so good.
0: Oh what, my god! Where would I have
1: seen this Walmart commercial?
0: I was on Instagram.
1: I didn't see it.
0: Okay, can you watch it? Because I watch one. I really do want to talk about it, and it's going to be relevant next week. And it's like a minute long. Just watch it. One second. I'll okay, wait. Fine.
1: That was a good commercial.
0: Very long. Right? I'm not gonna lie. lie that, was, yeah. that was so
1: fucking long. That was like a movie. It was almost like a short, right? Short film. <laughs> yeah, that was the. That was very long. Um, but it was. Here's the thing. It was clever. It definitely it. grew my awareness of Walmart's Black Friday deals <laughs> that are starting in one week, which is not Black Friday. So it was effective. It could have been uh, 30 seconds. Just saying.
0: I you know I thought they did a great job incorporating
1: Walmart's Black Friday deals they into did. They the did. movie. It they was did. pretty like,
0: it was funny. This it is was not like, an
1: ad, by the way, to everyone else. No, we are not, not at all. We are not sponsored by <laughs> yeah. Walmart. Yeah. I thought the funniest line was, I'm Karen that was actually oh, yeah. like if okay if it was like 2 minutes of really funny lines like that yeah but it was like a little too long for too I mean, many like commercial. obvious references but i thought then, the again, obvious references were the best part
0: that was like it was like made for they were too us. much right this but show like was- <laughs> but like i've
1: seen it like you know, I've seen it. I just, I thought it was clever. I thought it was like really funny, but I'm glad now I
0: know about Walmart's Black Friday deals. I was wondering where Rachel McAdams was and Holly thankfully answered that question for us. She didn't want to do it. <laughs> Rachel McAdams <laughs> didn't want to do it. An insider said they were all offered it, but the three of them loved being together for their reunion. They had a great time talking about being moms and it was definitely a loss not having Rachel there. I was also wondering where Lizzie Kaplan was because that would have been great
1: right yeah I mean that I wish I kind of wish Lizzie Kaplan was in it I mean is Rachel Rick Adams financially de-risked or something that she doesn't have to do this probably you know yeah you're right probably from all her movies well
0: I Rachel McAdams is definitely actually I don't know Amanda Seyfried also I feel
1: like had a really big career after Mean Girls too but I feel like Amanda Seyfried's more like game for stuff like I could see her just being like yeah that's fun I'll do it why not so Holly says she's Oscar nominated, so yeah, yeah no, she's… no. Amanda <laughs> Seyfried is great. I don't, but I don't think it's like all about the money. Like, oh, I need to right. do this. I think it's like I could see her wanting to do it, thinking, It's fun. like this is fun. I could see yeah. her doing it because it's fun, and Rachel McAdams like perceiving it as a hassle and not wanting to be like back into Regina George world.
0: I feel like yeah, Rachel McAdams maybe takes herself more seriously these days than yeah,
1: but which is ironic because Amanda Seyfried's the one who has an Oscar now. I'm just saying. Amanda yeah. Seyfried's an incredible actress, and I think she has amazing range. Oh, Rachel also has an
0: Oscar nomination for Spot, Spotlight. Spotlight. See, oh. she
1: wants. To, I think she wants to be more serious. What's Amanda's uh, Oscar nom for? That movie with um, Lily Collins. I didn't see that. Was it good? I don't remember it really. But oh. I think Amanda Seyfried is just a wonderful actress. I like her vibe. Love her vibe. Mia. <laughs> I mean, a masterpiece. Simply. I think that's it. Um was a big week of of things to talk about comparatively. To yes, other weeks. we, oh, just two things to note. Um, one is we do not have a Speak Now at Betch's version coming this week. And if you want to hear more about the Bravo Reckoning article, you should check out our new podcast, Pop Crime with Kiki Monique. She did a whole deep dive into that. I'm going to listen to that right after this because I want to hear, I want to hear more. I want to talk more about that, but I have no one else to talk to about it. So I'm going to go listen. And yeah, that's what we have going on. Should someone go to the Caymans? I think let's send Ramona. Yes, bye. Let's send, She's let's send Ramona. She's not busy this weekend, so. Yeah. And she did lose her real estate license here, so she could. She needs a new real estate job selling timeshares yeah. in that's the Cayman exactly. Islands. exactly.
0: It's the perfect job. For, no one has ever, it has never been a more perfect time for Ramona Singer for, to go to the Cayman Islands.
1: Exactly. On
0: Delta Comfort Plus. Bye, Ramona. If you want BravoCon content, Dylan, our host I've mentioned it all. He runs the Bravo by Betches Instagram account. He'll be there. He's going to be providing all the Betches BravoCon
1: content. Ramona won't be at BravoCon, but Dylan will. Make sure to follow at Bravo by Betches, at Betches, at Dylan Hafer. There will be, I'm sure, amazing behind-the-scenes content on his account as well. So check it out. And I'm very excited to watch, watch what happens at BravoCon. Yes, as am I. That's it for this week's At Betches podcast. You can
0: follow me at Jordana Abraham. Follow me at Sammy. Make sure you rate, review and subscribe and we'll see you next week on the Betches podcast. Bye. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby and Holly Wilkinson. Editing by Jazz Zapatos and Shannon Sassone. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com.
2: Betches.